0: This podcast is brought to you by the people who say they are busy. If you have your phone all day and ignore texts and calls, read messages and don't respond, you, my friend, are not busy. You are just being a jackass. And now, back to the
1: show. You, Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The Drive-In Podcast. And guys, in this episode, once again, we will drive down the unexplored crevices of our minds and understand and interpret the world through a dialogue. Now, this isn't something new. In fact, this is something that Plato and Socrates did a lot because we must seek truth through discussion. That is the Socratic debate. Today, I have... The man himself, writer, author of The Somali Nomad and -and up-and-coming content creator, this is my friend over here. I've known him for such a long time. I'm so happy to have him. Wasami, welcome to the show. Thank you, my man. How you been, bro? How you been? Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. This is going to be interesting, uh, Wasami, because I want to start off this podcast with this statement now Plato I'm I'm gonna go back to Greek philosophy and then we're gonna I'm gonna take this angle to dive into our discussion. Plato had six great dialogues Apology, Credo, Phaedo, Phaedrus, Symposium, and the Republic. They are called the great dialogues because they are a quest that examines politics, ethics, all the issues of humanity, right? I'm I'm gonna ask you one thing uh, Wasami, are you aware of the story of Atlantis by any chance?
0: Uh, The general gets a bit like I've heard like how it kind of sank and everybody kind of died and stuff like that, but like not the great detail that most of people wouldn't know.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. So basically, I'll just break it down really quickly. It's a utopian society, the perfect state that is Athens, right? Atlantis is the opposite of that. Uh, It's a mighty empire of 10 kingdoms put together, all overruled by uh, the 10 sons of Poseidon. And uh, they make sacrifices every year to please him. And uh, eventually what happens is they decline in ethics. They are morally bankrupt. They are very strong. They have 1,200 ships in the harbor, 1 million strong army. And uh, yeah, they basically um, uh, 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 destroy themselves through moral corruption. Do you think that's something that's happening in in the West today?
0: Oh, 110%, 110%. Actually, the thing about, uh, Uh, Atlantis and Athens stuff like that is that I kind of learned a bit about the history ironically from a game called Assassin's Creed uh, it kind of goes into great detail uh, it's called Odyssey it goes into great detail about like what happened with Athens and and, uh, and uh, uh, Atlantis and the, the main character goes through both it. and it kind of shows like uh, both both cities like how Atlantis in the video game uh, basically was a like a scientifically like high-rise type of society yeah. And basically it crumbled down because in the end, there was so much inner politics happening within the suns that you're actually mentioning. And uh, Poseidon couldn't keep his handle on a lot of the things, which is why everything kind of crumbled. That's what I witnessed in the game. And in Athens and Greece was the same thing, where they are always having internal strife and people are backstabbing each other all the time. And there was never something, a lot. Uh, there was never a commanding presence there to mm-hmm. kind of calm everything down. And that's like the big thing I kind of learned. And when you're talking about what's happening in day, day and age, absolutely there's no command structure here whatsoever there's nothing here that's like keeping people in check Mm. at all at all i've never i honestly i think in the end it's written by design because when when if you look at the the, how canada and united states have been created and you see basically like the founding fathers with us and obviously the 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 guys who um, um, started um, uh, this great country of canada here uh, where i'm living Mm. uh, they kind of like want to be basically they wanted to ha- have no accountability towards the English, like right? the English crown and, and the, the English government, right? So in the end, they want to create their own thing. And let's be perfectly honest in the end, like they also want to get away from God, right? They mm-hmm. separated churches, states on literally every single thing in, in, in society. So in the end, when the state does whatever it wants, like who's it going to answer to in the long run, right? And once that happens, you see society in itself, is going to do the exact same thing. Let's be perfectly honest here. If you look at the West, do you think anybody really is really that religious now? No. No, not at all. So like, as it's a become Muslim, it's become
1: increasingly secular. Secular. It, like, yeah, it's, it's
0: secularism is it was the key thing. Secularism was what caused like Canada, United States to be born to begin with. That's mm-hmm. literally what it is. They in the end they want to get away from Europe and basically like all the, the the basically the. The Catholic Church and and uh, all the the, uh, the kingdoms that were happening all throughout Europe uh, of their like right wing philosophy of Christianity, right? So they want to get away from all that, and In the end, they want to have that kind of freedom, but at what cost? At the same time, right? Like, wow. like who? What's going to be? What's the accountability you're going to have? You're going to be accountable to yourselves. Who's going to hold them accountable? Right? Mm-hmm. Like that's the entire point.
1: You know, it's interesting because the founding fathers of America. I think there's a lot of references to God in the Bill of Rights and, and all yeah, of that, I like we 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 are we get our rights from God and a lot of the right, political right in America says, hey, look, I don't get my laws from the government, I get my laws from God, you know, so, and then now people just laugh at these people, <laughs> like, yeah, right, yeah. and it's strange, right, how we went backwards, isn't that weird, I, I don't know, yeah. I just find that strange, it's just like we laugh at that now, that's not so... I don't know. I... People
0: people don't want uh, people don't want accountability. That that's that's something that's a, the word I kind of learned this year and last year as well. It's like people don't want accountability. They want to be accountable to themselves only. They don't want to answer to anybody else, right? Mm-hmm. So that's how it is in the end. Like if you look at like a lot of stuff that's happening over the years. Like beginning of the year with the truckers, right? Uh, in mm-hmm. the end, they they want to hold the government, the Canadian government, accountable for what's happening with with a lot, with a lot of stuff happening. In the end, the Canadian government they don't want to be accountable for some of the stuff they were, they were doing, right? So mm-hmm. I know that's a controversial topic that we're straying off from, but like, mm-hmm. it is just one example I've noticed in the end, it, like we're going back to Atlantis and, and Greece and stuff like that. And like, that's the one big thing I kind of learned in the end is that there was nobody that that had the leadership to kind of like put their foot down and be like, okay, this has to go this way, right? Like, like I know there's certain leaders throughout world, world, world history that they're always looked really bad mm-hmm. like the poli is a perfect example right like in the end he kind of like drifted off and <laughs> like try to like was kind of following his own ego right but like he had like a firm hand in, in, in france and other countries before he started heading off to russia right mm-hmm. but like i think in the end like well, the big thing like i'm gonna hamper back is accountability and that's kind of like i feel like that's gonna be the theme of this episode is is that is that we lack accountability
1: when i look at the athenians and how proud and they were about their use of logic and they were like we want to be virtuous in this world and they look at this fictional city of uh, the fictional kingdom of atlantis and say wow like we don't want to be that right they're so powerful they have a great army but that there's a lot of things there where they can crumble from the inside and it's weird this is like a fun little thing but apparently the inspiration for krypton came from atlantis
0: not surprising not yeah. surprising to hear that yeah
1: yeah i mean i know you're a comic book
0: oh 100 i love that. <laughs> so I I to- <laughs> yeah so i'm not surprised hearing that not surprised at all
1: yeah i mean what happened with krypton man why did they collapse what was that all about do you know the story
0: it, it's basically when it comes down to the end uh the scientific part of krypton was warning the government part of krypton that their planet was imploding and the government part was not listening so there was a lot of internal strife and a civil war basically Uh, you can add Zod in the military camp that felt like in the end that the government wasn't leading and then there was Jor-El, Superman's father that was leading uh, the scientific part warding the government and there was the government heads in the end that didn't want to listen to anybody so those three factions kind of clashed and uh, basically without anybody Having a level head on this on the situation, the 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 planet self-destructed.
1: You know, similar
0: theme, similar theme to I guess with uh, Atlantis, right?
1: Yeah, I have it in my notes here that they were a good kingdom. They came together, all the ten kings, but in time they became corrupt, uh, morally bankrupt. The gods became angry. Zeus called in this great council to deal with this and that's where the story actually ends Plato never finished the story it's a mythical tale but he used fictional characters to tell these stories so he never could hold like one position like it's almost like he gets away with it he's like no that's the character in my story that's telling this so it was it was kind of intelligent for him to yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah.
1: you can't really pin me on that you know (laughs) what do you think of that? No, he's,
0: he, he's right. Like, I haven't read that much Plato stuff probably since university, but he is right. I think like some of the Greek writers, I would say, they always wanted to kind of like uh, not put their foot down on one way or the other. I think they wanted to give an open-minded aspect to the reader to let them figure out what, where they stand on it. So it's very yeah. interesting. I think most of the days now, everybody's kind of slanted one way or the other. But yeah. I think back back then, I think people were very open minded, especially
1: the new, the We need nuance, man. We need absolutely, absolutely. We need some nuance, man. I think yeah. the internet is just so it just catches fire every time there's something so dramatic, and it's like, yeah, yeah. life ain't that dramatic all the time. But guys, yeah. am I am I crazy? Like it's not a lot of people are on either end. Most people are somewhere in the middle, right?
0: Yeah, but in the end, everybody's kind of like being forced to put in the camp now right that, that's what it is in the end yeah people were expected hey you got to read this or you got to watch this like just to hit their point of view hit their bubble so to speak right so in the end you had that narrow-minded vision of like what the world is right where Plato kind of mentioned like I guess in in uh, like in the previous uh the writing you talk about in regards to Atlantis like kind of like letting the reader know hey was this what, what did what happened in Atlantis like what's your interpretation of it Letting the reader pick what it
1: is he actually didn't even finish it he just said yeah "Ah." yeah having said that the world is getting polarized and it's like you have to read this and you have to know this and this is what you need to be you should belong in this camp type world um is this affecting our stories our cinema today
0: oh 110 percent I think I, I don't know if you noticed, but like there's a huge resentment now, the last few years of like how the theaters have been packed with like a lot of superhero content. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a huge Marvel DC fan, so I like the content coming on. But there is a the, there is like a very big minority that does not like a lot of the content pumping on now, which has like a very slanted view of like hey, good guy versus bad guy. You know, like not a lot of nuance in regards to like different type of stories. Like I think one person was mentioning earlier this year. It's like, Oh, like where's the, like the cinema movies, like the ones that you go in and watch something that would blow your mind. You never expected to hear that. Like, for example, like where's the, the next Shawshank Redemption, right? That's like a perfect example. Like that movie revolutionized. I felt like back in the nineties, like it made people open eyes about the the, the, uh, the prison reform system, basically. Right. Yeah. And like, it kind of made you look but like, okay, yo, I gotta, we gotta really think about this kind of topic. Where are these kind of stuff today a lot of the movies right now it's just basically either sequels or comic book or hero stuff or you know or basically romantic comedies at best right like it's just like there's not much like going on nowadays right like the only way you can watch is just watch classic movies through like different subscription uh um like one like prime or netflix or disney plus or whatever just to find those classic films but like other than that it's it's, it's hard to find it in the theaters nowadays you'll probably have to go to like a film, film festival just to find those like you know noir type of uh, movies nowadays right
1: yeah because you know a hero is someone who is not defined by their physical traits it's yeah. what they do and what they're willing to sacrifice and it could be played by Tom Hanks or whoever yeah maybe even you who knows yeah and then if this hero does a heroic act then we are inspired right I mean yeah. this is this goes back to every story has ever written before ever okay. but but now w- what's taking precedence in our cinema is we, is like okay we need to have this type of person as a hero is that good or bad like what do you think of that is there some good in that it it depends
0: on, on what their what their angle is okay i'll so give an example, example. Uh, sorry ahead. i'll give an
1: example i'm from india so, when I look at Miss Marvel, I see a Pakistani Muslim girl and I go, I don't know if that really makes a difference for me. I don't really care. I don't know. What do you think of that? Is that important for me? I don't really think that's important to me. I think the story matters to me, but I don't know.
0: I think there's a very good point. I think it all depends on who you ask, right? So, I know like the, we'll get for, from Miss Marvel and it's like the most popular show right now. Um what if there's like a young girl who's never seen like a Muslim hero on their yeah. television screen, like they're ten or eleven years old and they see Miss Marvel pop up on Disney Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. I mean, like that can shape up that 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 Muslim girl's like mindset be like, wow, like I've never seen a hero like that. Yeah. You know what I mean, or like other Muslim families that never had like a Muslim hero pop in like in their time living in the West, whether it's in Europe or, or North America, right? So mm. there is a pros and cons where it does open up and be like, Hey, you're proud of that. But at the same time, like I got guys like us who are movie buffs. Yeah. It doesn't really rock us that much. We're like, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Right. Like we're like, okay, whatever, Even though it is a first we're like, eh, it doesn't, doesn't really affect me, but or it may does affect, it not other affect other people.
1: Does it not affect us because we're a little bit more developed as men now? Exactly.
0: We're, we're more developed. And I think we've watched a lot more content to kind of realize that like, yeah, it's not moving me one way or
1: the other. You know, when I was a kid, what inf- yeah. what really inspired me was Tomb Raider. It was a video game. It was a it was an English woman that inspired yeah. me. I didn't have. I don't know if I had to see someone like me. I saw someone who was exploring the word, the world, who knew how to read Egyptian hieroglyphs, who understood Peruvian, Mayan history, and Aztec history, and I was like. This is an interesting mind i didn't even care if she was a woman or not i just thought man that's that's badass you know and and i was inspired by that i don't know if kids feel that way i don't know i i don't see i never really thought of so seeing someone like me you know i'll be honest
0: i think everybody has like their different they i think it's they gravity i guess it's yeah. different i think you gravitate towards because of the rich history of like her like going to like these caves and stuff like that and finding treasure and stuff like that and, like yeah. I think that aspect of it there's guys I know that you know watch Power Rangers and want to be Power Rangers they're like <laughs> oh like you know what I mean they want to kick ass and like do that kind of stuff I, I know guys like that who literally went to Toys R Us and like bought like um, uh, more uh, uh, Power Rangers swords and stuff like that and like were beating the trap of each other at the elementary school right so like everybody was like motivated certain ways man like it comes down to the end you know so yeah. I, I think I think it all depends on the, on the person but like nowadays like you're not gonna see what you saw in the 90s, where like people are buying toys and stuff. Like now, what everybody's buying is off the internet, right? So now, like with Miss Marvel, like and now these, these other shows like popping up, like you know, uh, like and I guess we can even add uh, like She-Hulk as well, uh, where like like they're gravitating towards young women now. Mm-hmm. Um, like that, that, I think that's the, the the key thing. Like where in the 90s, a lot of the shows were geared towards young men. Uh, mm-hmm. If you see like a lot of like the sitcom shows, you can see a lot of like Rambo. shows. What
1: Rambo? Yeah, Joe. Oh, Rambo.
0: Rambo was huge. I actually recently started watching Rambo on Netflix. I watched the first three before I got into the fourth one. But like, yeah. Rambo is a really good film for what it was in the eighties. A yeah. like, I mean, a really in, good film.
1: In terms of like the eighties and nineties, heroes, we had, of course, Sylvester Stallone. We had Van Damme. I forget his name. <laughs> uh, Jean
0: Claude Van Damme. That yeah. guy is so badass. Bloodsport was one my favorite film. Oh, I love Bloodsport. Dude, amazing, amazing.
1: Oh my god. Okay. Um, he has a classic one where he filmed in Vietnam or Thailand. I forget the name. I think it's called Kickboxer. Oh my
0: God. Kickboxer is another one, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, classic, man. I, I love that dude, man, because I think he reminded me of this character in Mortal Kombat. But um, yeah, dude, we had some badass heroes, man. They were all dudes and they were pretty adrenaline pumping dudes. Like
0: Yeah, you know? yeah. Like the 80s brought up a lot of those action guys like Arnold Schwarzenegger, John Paul Van Damme, Steven Seagal, yeah. like uh, Bruce Willis, like a lot of. Yeah, die you know hard. What I mean like that with that hard. Yeah, you know what I mean like 80s and 90s were, were popping in now I think now like with, especially with 2010s and now the, it's more towards women because in the end they realize hey like now it's like it's extremely cultured. Uh, a lot of people now are like you know the gravity towards like, many different minorities now into different euros and stuff like that. So, and different characters to kind of gravitate to that to that kind of sect. So, it, I I guess we're living in a different time. So like the time that we grew up in doesn't really exist as much anymore uh which is why I like you're gonna see the, the miss marvels and she hogs for for Marvels uh, for uh marvel on disney plus and other content as well right like so mm. yeah I, I i'm like for me personally i just say it's, it's a times it's, do you it's think it's, a times. It's,
1: it's just a phase where the pendulum has swung this way and then it's just gonna come back swinging the other way it's it's just a pendulum. yeah
0: yeah it, it, it would be it 100% is like i know for a fact uh, and I have a lot of friends who were like yo you know what like this kind of stuff is not for me so there's been like a huge like online thing where people have gone to anime now uh, mm-hmm. where anime is like extremely huge to a lot of guys now because like they're like you know what like I'd rather have a, a male lead in a show and anime gives me that so like people are just like watching like all the like the top animes Like I know Demon Slayer is a huge one, One Piece is another one uh, Dragon Ball Super was way back a, a couple years ago was another one as well um, uh, like I, 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 I really,
1: believe I was really yeah, go Naruto hundred percent.
0: Naruto was perfect and Broto now the uh, the sequel as well. So like the big like the big anime shows like and Attack on Titan's and another one as well, which is you know huge. And, yeah.
1: Dude, you know what's so crazy? I just realized you're one hundred percent right. I just yeah. I just like unconsciously like went that way. Yeah. I didn't even think about it. Like, I was like, there's nothing yeah. on TV. So it's like, whatever. Yeah.
0: Anime is a huge, huge thing now. Like, it's a huge. Because I'm, i when I'm on, like, I, I have Twitter and I see it all the time. And a lot of people, like, every day, they're just on the like, anime. Like, a lot of the guys are just on anime. These are grown men, by the way, too. <laughs>
1: These are
0: guys in their 30s, 40s, even their 50s as well, watching anime.
1: Dude, it's you crazy. know what? I think that's, that's fine. Because when I was, there's some characters in Naruto, I would actually show it to my kids one day. Because there's some yeah. very mature themes in here, man. Especially yeah. the theme of apprenticeship.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's very. It's it, that. That's actually a very good point, and that's something that a lot of men do actually want to teach. Because in the end, anime, uh, the Japanese have a really good way of storytelling where they 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 hit all the more mature themes as much as they can, but they also want to show that their characters have growth. Their mm-hmm. their male characters and the female characters have growth, and they're and they're flawed. I Mm -hmm. think what we see, especially in American cinema, uh, and I know this has been a criticism for a lot of uh, uh, female-led movies or television shows. Another perfect one was Miss Marvel, uh, uh, Captain Marvel, uh, Mm -hmm. where Captain Marvel had no flaws, and and from the very the entire two hour of the uh, movie, like she literally had superpowers and was kicking ass, even though she had amnesia and she didn't know who she was. And a lot of people didn't like that. It was like the first Marvel film where people were like, like she doesn't have any flaws, like like they do everybody's kind of confused you know I mean that's how it kind of got lacklustre reviews and stuff like that you know Um even Tony Stark
1: they, Tony Stark had huge flaws but he yeah. had to be humbled major yeah humble, because Tony Stark
0: her. had flaws Captain America had flaws, had flaws Thor had flaws Thor lost his powers right like yeah. and then most of the film until they got back in the end right like a lot of them did like even if, look at uh, 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 Mac, uh, Wanda right when she came on um the Avengers Age of Ultron she, like she had to work her way up from being a prisoner of uh of Hydra into working her way up to becoming an adventure at the very end, film right? Like even she had to go through it. Like uh, Black Widow, same thing too Scarlett Johansson. She literally had to work her way up as well, right? But like when they gave a lead to the first like um, um, uh, uh, female-led movie, with Captain Marvel, they Disney I felt like dropped the ball because in the end they wanted to kind of make sure hey women are as equal as men. Yes, but at the same time you gotta also show the flaws. We're human, right? That, that's the thing too. We're human. And I feel like in the end anime shows
1: that. Yeah, in a big way too. Yeah. Because when I look at the characters of Naruto and Sasuke, the two yeah. Yeah, I yeah. would say the forces of the main of the show. Um, yeah. it kind of goes back to Carl Jung's psychology in that it's very true. So basically, this happens with every single hero, right? There's a hero living in the ordinary world they have to descend into the darkness in the abyss there there the monster resides that monster can be your fear right oh i want to write a book i want to be an astronaut i want to design a, a some a cool product but you, you're scared you don't know right you, you, that's your monster so you descend into the darkness then the monster comes up right and two things can happen right the monster cuts up the hero into pieces and then the hero descends and only to be uh, descends dies and then only to be resurrected again right so that's one thing that the hero goes through the the other thing the hero can go through is they fight the monster right You now defeat the monster, you've defeated it, but then you have to bathe in the blood of this monster. And once you defeat the monster, you bathe in its blood, and now you have to taste the blood and integrate the darkness with you. Now you use that. We have to control that. This is what Carl Jung called the shadow self. This is similar to the Nine Tails fox in Naruto. The Nine Tails is so powerful, he needs to learn to control it. So there's a long spiel about that.
0: yeah yeah no but i 100% do agree on that like i felt like in the end naruto was I, I if i if i knew a kid who was 10 or 11 years old i would make them watch naruto and naruto the This there's a dark
1: there's a real yeah. darkness inside of him yeah like in every child there's a dark yeah. there's a shadow self and like yeah. joseph campbell says this thing this brain thinks it's in charge but it's actually the unconscious that's really running the show
0: exactly exactly and it shows from a young age like how how like i, I believe he was 10 or 11 when the show started i becoming all, all the way to the very end of the show he became hokage right They're like yeah. and it showed like how how bullied he was that was a little kid yeah. and he had to go through the mental hurdle forget about the nine-tailed box inside of him he had to go through the mental hurdle through his own classmates and he had no friends and he had to work his way up from the bottom all the way up mm-hmm. by literally taking accountability for himself and that's the, the key word i keep mentioning accountability he took accountability for his own his, his own actions and he's worked his way up from there he didn't feel sorry for himself he's like you know what i need
1: to work harder mm, he, he he didn't start blaming his circumstances no oh, he this, didn't. this place sucks and this person's like that and that person like yeah that. yeah this is is this something going on in in the female hero journey that we're seeing like in mulan Society is evil. That's why I'm pressed, and uh, I can't use my powers. Is that why it's not resonating with people? I'm just- I, it's not just it's not
0: just uh, I think it's a lot of minority type of uh, content as well, where uh-huh. they blame the system. There's a lot of, of thing oh. where they blame the system all the time, like oh the system. Like for example, I'm a black guy. I'm Somali. Uh, I see a lot of black content where they they do make jokes and they make light humor, but like the, the system and how racist it is and stuff like that in television and movies. And and, and in the end, instead of them taking account of it, like, hey, what can I do to make it better? It's like, hey, I need to change the system.
1: But as a parallel, the Shinobi village, none of the villages, the Shinobi system isn't perfect either in Naruto.
0: Exactly. But for Naruto, his goal was to make sure he was the guy to change it by changing himself. Because he knew he had flaws in the end. In order for him to change, out he had to change his mentality. He had to also talk to the nine tail fox, and work with the nine tail fox to realize. It because he knew in the end, in order for him to make the changes that he wanted to change, he had to make changes for himself.
1: Mm, and that's, that's a key any- thing
0: a lot of guys can re- resonate with. Every guy, every every boy can resonate with that. Be like, okay, if Naruto could do that, I could do that.
1: Even if I'm bullied, yeah, I'm shunned, yeah, people don't like me
0: exactly no matter what you know in the end that you can strive through really. it it's all about mental fortitude and if as long as you take accountability for yourself and your actions they, there's the only way you can go is up.
1: so why what, this isn't working in minority characters
0: I, I've i not seen it I'm not gonna lie I've not seen it like they make a lot of like humor uh, there's a lot of like comedies like, that make humors of it but like I, I, you'll see here and there you'll see glimmers of it in certain certain content but not all of it of what I see
1: the cringiest yeah. the cringiest moment for me in cinema is when i hear someone say oh the rich white man has done this and then i'm like why yeah. why why is that necessary to say that he's, his skin color is important for some reason we yeah. all know wealth is a the most important powerful factor i don't know i don't know i just find that strange um yeah. as somebody who's just a guy <laughs> i don't know yeah yeah, I mean, yeah. Why can't we just be people? I don't know. Okay. So my next question to you is: How did the TV shows in the '90s and 2000s shape our, especially the boys today?
0: Oh my God! So badly, so badly. I, I honestly, um, I especially the sitcoms, sitcoms, the sitcoms, the movies, especially the movies. It's it's so bad. I, I would say since, I would say since the mid '90s all the way probably till today a lot of the the content have been very anti-men it's it's literally so bad and if people don't believe me just please watch any of your favorite shows or movies just watch it with open eyes and look how the men are treated compared to everybody else especially the lead men they're either using self-deprecating humor or they're always like the ones being bullied it's always one or the other most of the time like they they or they always need a woman to help them become who they are. Hmm. It's very, very strange. Other than action films, any other genre, you'll always see that with the guy. It's hmm. it's crazy. Like, let's let's take an example of uh, romantic comedy films. Look at every single man in those ro- romantic comedy films and look at every single woman. The man is always leading into the woman. The man is always physically, you know, like chasing the woman. The man is always, you know, asking the woman uh, to, you know... Uh, if, if he
1: can play golf, like, everybody loves Raymond.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, ask permission, that kind of thing. Or, like, you know, uh, help him with his self-esteem.
1: I always found that a little weird. I don't know why. Because in the 50s, 60s, there's nothing like that.
0: It's nothing like that. But yeah. a, lot of, a lot of it is written by people who, let's be perfectly honest, have never been in a relationship. Or they're in that relationship currently
1: right
0: and we're just talking about like like straight guys not 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 gay guys not none of that i'm just talking about like like if you look at content written by street like dudes a lot of them basically are either uh simps or they're cucks or uh they're single and don't know how to placate to women at all so they write that in their content
1: You don't even understand the inner workings of the male-female psyche.
0: No, no. Look at Big Bang Theory. I've never watched that show and I can see straight off the advertisement that show ain't for me. You know what I mean? That show ain't for me. I mean, basically, four nerds and one hot blonde girl, I already know what the show's about as it is. I don't have to even laugh. I know it's pathetic pathetic as it is. I know it's a long-running sitcom. It was around for like eight, nine years or ten years or whatever. But I know deep down, I know in the end that those guys are placating to her and she's the one that runs the entire thing mm. in the show i can already know off the bat and if people want to disagree with me they disagree with me and give me examples and you know what you can prove me wrong but i'm telling us right now i'm i wouldn't be surprised like every well, that's, single that, come, that's how the like writers made that. the show exactly right
1: they're like look these guys are nerds she's exactly. the dominant one that's the dynamic
0: yeah yeah, and like recently, like uh, I've been watching a lot of romantic comedies because like I've been trying to do research uh, for uh, like because uh, I'm trying to bring back the uh, Swallowing Nomad and I wanted to talk, talk about some topics and I've been watching some romantic comedy films uh, from like the early two thousand stuff like that and like like forty years, um, um, forty days or forty nights. Um, I was watching that. I was watching uh, the Girl Next Door and a couple other ones as well. And the main theme I kind of got off of all that was the guys in those film the lead guys in those films were always basically out of luck majority of the time, had no self confidence at all. Um basically in the end felt like the girl the girl in their lives were everything to them. And if that girl left, they were absolutely nothing. So,
1: so here's yeah. my thing. Yeah. Even like let's just leave the women out for now for just a bit. Yeah. They don't even sound like fully developed men. No.
0: No. There's, there's some they, kind of, A lot of uh, them... A lot of them... Yeah, go ahead. Go
1: ahead. Sorry, I just have to say this because I, I'm, I'm such a big student of ancient civilizations and I'm I'm looking at how the tribes used to prepare the boy and the girl. The boy is has to go through an in- initiation trial. The girl, when she is ready to be a mother or ready to be married, nature has prepared her, right? But the boy has to go through an initiation trial. So usually that means that the men come in and they have to remove the psychological dependency on the mother and now you are depending on yourself and you must help the tribe and you and you have now to continue to be the vehicle of social order so the women is the vehicle of life man is the vehicle of social order do you see this play out in this these shows not really
0: yeah, yeah i i don't see it i'm not gonna lie <laughs> uh, it's, nah, it's, not at all <laughs> i don't because like unfortunately like like even shows I do watch today, like the only show I can think of right now where, like, both roles of like both the men and the women are like equal, like like equal but like are treated like in their natural forms is The Boys on Amazon.
1: Ah, oh, interesting.
0: I feel like that's the only show I felt like again where like you don't see a guy like acting like a simp or 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 a cuck or whatever, and you don't see like the women like you know like acting like men like some of them do but like there's a balance in that show and which is why i think it's an extremely popular show on amazon because in the end a lot of people can relate to that show even though it is like a superhero like like satire type show but like still it's really good because in the end at the core of it like everybody understands like each other's roles but like content i've seen in the past hell no hell no And, and and it's so bad too like i'm not gonna lie like the premise of why i even started the podcast was literally because of the content i was watching i literally took rolled down notes for years thinking that every single hollywood film i was watching all these comedy shows all these comedy films i was like oh like this is how i have to act like i'll tell this right now the first film i ever watched was uh, uh the jennifer love hewitt film in 98 uh i forgot what the movie was called uh, uh it's not that, I, I know there was a movie called She Is All That with the favorite Pitts Jr. That one was another one as well, but uh, Can't Hardly Wait is the one that I was uh, talking about with uh, Jennifer Lovey. That came out in 1998. When I watched that film, I related to the dude in that film. Mm. They, basically, the premise of the film was there was a guy in high school who loved this girl, Jennifer Lovey's character, and he couldn't say a word to her. So the, the movie takes place in a, in a party, uh like a like a high school end of the year party uh where the very next day the school's done everybody's dipping so that party basically everybody's in the party and the entire night he's trying to like talk to her because she broke up with her uh high school jock boyfriend and basically by the end of the film he writes down a love letter note left it in and and he was trying to like talk to her but he couldn't she finds a note and then she thinks of in the end this guy's a creep And then everybody kind of makes fun of him. And he walks away. He drives away. He's like, oh, you know what? Screw it. F it. Uh, And basically, she finds in the end, no, this guy was actually a sweetheart. And, like, people were kind of, like, messing around with her. And then she kind of, like, basically, at the very end of the film, like, she makes out with them. And the film ends. And I felt like in the end, I'm like, all right, this is perfect for me. Like, if I follow this guy's path, this will work out for me.
1: All you have to do is let her know how you feel and you're in.
0: Exactly. And... Trust me, when I did that the first time, it was a year after I uh, graduated high school. No, it did not work. Let's say it went badly for me to the point where I was actually made fun of on campus. But here's the thing, like, and I was mentioning, like, we all get our social cues from what we watch and what we consume. Like, if you listen to what we listen to with music or what we consume when we're watching television music, we get our social cues from that. Like, we imitate what we see. Uh, what we hear so when you see like hey like this is how you have to operate in a high school setting for example where in the end uh, you have to placate to women and treat them like goddesses mm. and you know like and you have to simply them hard like that's not how men should operate but that's how we're told like all oh, through, through our youth through university through college to the workplace all that kind of stuff in the end we're supposed to placate to them we're supposed to do whatever we can with them we're, we're a piece of shit we don't need like in the end, we need them, they don't need us. Like in the end, when when they leave, we have to like uh, like uh, like eat chocolate ice cream and like go, go to their house and scream on <laughs> top of lungs, hey, we, we miss you, we want you back. <laughs> Stand like, outside every with single like
1: thing. with the jukebox and all With that. the
0: jukebox, right? Yeah. Every single movie or like Hollywood scene that we could think of, we have to imitate that. And it's sad.
1: And it's interesting because I was having this discussion with another friend of mine in India, and you and look at the story of Hector and Tro- uh, of Troy, the man knew he was going to die. It's a fictional story, but it's meant to inspire, right? It's like, he knows he's going to die when he fights Achilles, but he still does it anyway, right? He's with his wife, with the child. Priam, his father is there, the mother is there. Hector, the greatest soldier of the Trojan army, the best of the best, knows in his mind, he's going to die, yet he goes and fights anyway. That is a heroic act. That is what inspired the Greeks to say, yes, this is who we are. This is we must look to these stories. These stories shape us. The story shaping a boys today ain't cutting it.
0: Yeah. 110%. Like I feel like you know we need more of those kind of stuff. Like, you know the irony is in regards to like 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 really like like lead men, like men acting like men like in content and stuff like that. Look look what look, look look what the top movie was in, in the end of May. It was Top Gun Maverick. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? That was the number one movie throughout the entire world. Why was that? Why was that? Because people can resonate. A lot of people can resonate with that. Yeah, you know what? In the end, not a lot, not a lot of people like Tom Cruise because the end, the guy's a maniac with Scientology or something like that, personally, right? But at the same time, but like the content he was producing with the Top Gun, a lot of people can resonate with that. Top they, tier, man. They like top tier. Top tier. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like I even had like female friends of mine like messaged me like hey you, you want to come and watch uh, top gun i'm like i was surprised i was like what wow. like that's surprising coming from them yeah
1: so people was, like, crave right. people crave acts of bravery and courage yeah and 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 want to stand for something i feel like that movie hit me hard because you know there were people uh, i think military people have been portrayed in the in the media as if they are sick and mentally unhealthy now and i don't know how they're portrayed as if i don't know they just don't portrayed in a positive light and this movie showed them that yeah they go through tough times but they're strong that's how they are and that's yeah. how we should be we should aspire to be
0: yeah unfortunately it's gonna take a while before we get there but because <laughs> honestly man like like i was mentioning uh beforehand like in regards my metamorphosis in regards to like the content i was watching like like we had 20 years of like men acting like simps and 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 beta males and all that on a lot of content you know and like i'm watching all this i was like wow i was watching this content while i was in university and college and high school and i'm like wow i'm like i'm like imagine if i was watching like like men acting like men and i can i could have learned from that exactly like i would have been a completely different i would have been who i was now i would have been that years ago but i didn't because in the end the content i was watching was was making me what i was not supposed to be
1: you know even there are so many ideologies that are subtly portrayed in this in these shows
0: yeah even
1: things like you know i'm just gonna say like i don't agree with do what makes you feel good philosophy it's just bullshit to me It's not life. Do what makes you feel good. I mean, what about duty and discipline?
0: (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It's a lot of accountability. Because it's all about, in the end, because accountability has a negative connotation now. Right? Because that's what it is in the end. If you're not accountable, then you have the freedom, right? Freedom, in their mind, is basically not answered to anybody else.
1: It's unbelievable, man. Because, you know... I, I was having this discussion with a friend of mine, he, and you know, he was saying something that made sense. And he was like, everything that had to be said has already been said. It's nothing new that we're gonna keep saying. Humanity has come a long way. We have literature after literature explaining the inner workings of the mind. And we have all these mythologies from Hindu, Celtic, German, Nordic, Roman, Greek, all this to teach us all of these things. And yet we choose to go away from that and it's it's interesting you know like it's it's like uh the dumbing down of society can happen so quickly that's what i realized
0: by design too by the way it's by design it's not an accident it's by design uh it's all about simplifying everything and to make sure in the end that there's not that many critical thinkers
1: no not at because all because in the end
0: if you don't question anything and you accept things it's easier to run, run everything through.
1: We have people thinking love is some emotion that comes and goes. Love yes. is love is truly just in. It's a very, very deep a- act of sacrifice. And you're right. There were not many male role models, man. Oh, no. no. you know, it's it's to be honest. Like
0: it's I feel like it's by design because they want men to run on their emotions. Look at every single man in cinema. Yeah. like in a lot of like they're always emotional have you ever i can't unless someone can name me someone who's rational a male rational like cinema figure uh in a t- television show or movie that's harold i can't think of the top of my head maybe down the line i could. up maybe i don't know maybe the last person i could think of is sean connery at this point <laughs> that's like the real last two dude i could think of you know that i felt like i'm like okay this guy looks like a badass and he, he doesn't like the, his characters and never ran out of motion i know he played james bond most of his career and stuff, but like that's the last guy I could think of. But like everybody else, if you look at like the other James Bond characters, like Pierce Brosnan and uh Daniel Craig, they a lot of their James Bond characters were emotional. Hmm. You know what I mean, if you look at even Jason Bourne, Jason Bourne was getting emotional too at the very end. Before he was just a stone cold killer with amnesia, but then afterwards, once he had the girl, yeah. he started becoming emotional.
1: What, one and then
0: had daddy issues at the very end of his last film,
1: <laughs> dude. You're absolutely right, man. As a big fan of the Ian Fleming's work. Daniel yeah. Craig's portrayal was very accurate to the book until the last one. I don't know what they did with the last one. It was horrible, man. I was, I yeah. walked out of the theater, I'm not even joking. Yeah. Because it, you're right. Uh, it wasn't, It what, what happened with James Bond was now he's with this girl, he's thinking about marriage and all of this. And I'm like, that's fine. But at the end of the day, he's James Bond. He gets the job done. He is motivated yeah. by his duty. That that's what makes James Bond. That is the one character you can do that with. No matter what, he doesn't die and perform this. I don't know. He 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 just they killed him, and I'm like, well, what is this? James Bond doesn't die. He gets away with everything. He wins. He gets the girl. That's that's James Bond. Am I crazy? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm I'm speaking for Ian Fleming, man. He's rolling in his grave, man. Rest in peace. Ian Fleming served in the Naval Intelligence Division of the Royal Army. He was he was actually performing extraction emissions what if you found a bomb in a submarine what if you found out someone was a double agent with the soviets those are difficult missions man he was in the thick of it of course he he wrote some great stuff now you're gonna take that guy and do that Like it's ridiculous man
0: it's 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 ridiculous and I, it's not surprising too like they they would end it like that like when i watched the last year i was like really this is how they're gonna end james bond this is literally how you know you it.
1: know what the fight is in james bond all the time right we don't need men like you anymore we have drones we have a nerd behind a computer now
0: <laughs> yeah so all he is is a muscle that's literally what he is that's literally what he is in the end at least pierce Bros's character had, had like he was thinking like in some of the films you know what i mean and like he had like a little bit more to that but like with daniel craig no he was just a muscle I just don't understand like why are they having characters male characters like bleed with their emotions and everything like what's the, what's the what's the gain out of it i mean like like why why are uh, men are being told through like these 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 forms Tone it down to even, and even and yeah
1: and you know like don't be so rough around the edges and you know exactly that. it's like well we're men we're going to be rough around the edges that's what makes us men <laughs> like I'm, exactly. I'm not crazy when i say that yeah it's crazy. Like, well, why yeah. do you think that is? Is, this, is it because it's like, is it about control? Is it about some kind of subtle psychological trick? It's like, They're oh.
0: not experts in romance. They're not expert in social uh uh context of what comes on the men and women. Um uh, mm. they, they don't understand any of that. Like the mm. like they don't understand like the concepts of like a man being a man, a woman being a woman, the the, the sexual dynamics about, about all. They don't understand anything of that. And the problem with that is, is in the end that they always, because they, they, what they write is what they, what they see beforehand, right? So what they're seeing is that like, they see the man being emotional, the the woman being manipulative and being rational. And they Mm -hmm. feel like that's how it's supposed to be. So they just write that in and it's just recycled over and over and over year after year. You see in different type of um, uh, media, it's just over and over again. And that's not the case. That's not how it's supposed to be in real life. But then we replicate that in real life.
1: Wow. You know, it's interesting because there have been many female kings in Egypt. There have been many female kings in in Africa. Now, of course, there have been more male kings, of course. But, I mean, one example that comes to mind is with Cleopatra, right? I mean, she she tried to make many deals with the Roman Empire. That's probably the strongest empire ever known to man. Longest running time ever the legionaries are relentless strong never give up they'll fight through mud rain but cleopatra is in a position where she's like look i want to revive my empire and all of that and she seduces the most powerful man in rome I and mean, that's that's power man you know and she has a child with him and then she names the child after him Caesarion, julius caesar cesarean so i don't know if that was a political act or a way to say Let's make some peace. The reason I'm saying all this is because Cleopatra represented, in a way, feminine power, in my opinion. you know, yeah. She kind of had her hands in like the Roman Senate. It was like, I have Julius Caesar with me. He will protect me. So we don't see that playing out in Hollywood movies. We see women saying, no, I'm James Bond. I'm the man that's what's happening so i don't know about that i feel like it just
0: it, it gives a bad message because then it it just you're just letting men know they're expendable
1: men know not knew expendable. they were expendable that's that's but, the
0: thing yeah
1: but uh, but we we would do it as an act of sacrifice like we're doing this for the greater good
0: yeah that i understand but i'm just saying now we're we're thrown as expendable for any kind of scenario oh my god Maybe. that's that's the problem now right like <laughs> that's the issue like yeah we're expendable for worst case scenarios like war and stuff like that but now we're expendable in everything i mean that's why in the end they're okay with that like hey we can crush a guy's heart you know what i mean and, and cheat on him and that kind of stuff and in the end they're okay with that
1: he'll hey, stick around anyway stick or whatever mm-hmm.
0: that's, that's not that's not an issue you know what i mean and think about this like when it comes out to mental health most uh suicides is mostly men now
1: Four times as much, yeah.
0: Exactly, and people don't talk about that, but that that's a strong, strong thing. And a lot of the reasons why is because hey, we're told we tell men run with your emotions, and what happens? Like when they run with their emotions, they feel like in the end, that's the last thing they need to do is take their own life. And it's unfortunate. Uh, I think a week or two ago, I had a very close friend of mine who was telling me uh, he was at like got a, like a spot downtown. And, uh, he was with like a bunch of friends and there's a lot of men and women, uh, like, like, uh, like all the kind time of talking and stuff. And one girl was like talking to him and basically kind of like more or less told him like, Hey, listen, like you guys ain't, ain't, ain't shit. And like the regards to like talking about relationships stuff. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, yo, listen, like in the end, like you guys have to bring a lot more to the table. And he asks, he's, like, okay, uh, relationship all about compromise. What are you going to bring? You're like, I don't have to bring anything for exact words. And when he told me that, I was like, what the hell? And he's like, he's like, yo, where are they getting it from? I'm like, where do you think they're getting it from?
1: (laughs) It's the content we watch. It's the content we watch. All of this stuff on our media and this is the modern mythology, right? Like the Greeks had theirs, the Egyptians had theirs. And then now this is the new one now. So that shapes us. So true. It's crazy. I've had
0: enough conversations this year with many different people I kind of started season two of my podcast at the beginning of the year, but I didn't did it because I was like, you know what? Like, I just rather like listen to what, uh, what people are talking. And like, I-, I had a lot of people talk to me, guys like, and girls, and like, there's so much mixed messages going on right now in regards to like social uh, dynamics that comes down to men and women stuff so like that. People are literally confused all the time, or people are perplexed of like many different scenarios they go through all the time. Like, I had this one brother who's like uh, I was talking with a few months ago, and like. He he was like talking to a girl for marriage stuff, and basically more or less in the end, everything they they were talking about, she flipped it 180 on him at the very last moment, and demanded everything to be on her terms, and it got her family on on her side and even part of his family on his side on her side as well. And he's wondering, he's like, where's this coming from? Like, where's this coming from? And she's like, "Hey, listen. This is how things are supposed to be."
1: Who's the earner? Who's making the income? He is. Okay, so if he's making the income, he's providing and protecting them. So it's entitlement. And they're already
0: neck deep in. They're already neck deep in and close. Um, um setting up the, the the wedding and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's
1: entitlement. It's entitlement. I am owed this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she plays You're the game. not anything.
1: Guy. She plays it. She plays the game.
0: They they, they talk. They had an agreement. They compromised on everything. It's literally... When it comes out at the end... They were looking for a partnership. And then she changes up last minute.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: It's crazy. So, it's crazy. It's a crazy world we live in, man.
1: I have to say... Um, I'm not a fan of Friends. I think Seinfeld was okay. But Friends, nah. So much damage. The character Ross... And himself... The way he chased Rachel
0: all those years i'm telling you right now anybody who's a who's a fan of that show i apologize i really i truly apologize but ross is one of the worst characters i have ever seen on a television screen ever written ever written
1: yeah
0: that guy is an example of what not meant to be this is how bad it was if you guys watch the reunion um uh, special that came on HBO Max, and in yeah. Canada was on Crave as well. Uh, I, I I didn't watch it, but there was a clip um, uh, I I heard about. Someone sent me where uh, the character um, uh, Ross's character uh, Ross, the, the, play, the actor who played Ross, uh, David Schwimmer, said apparently he actually caught feelings for Jennifer Aniston early on in the show. And I was like, my god, my god, yeah. this guy surprise, surprise. got so into his own role. Yeah, actually caught feelings for a girl who had literally no interest in it. Apparently she played it off. Apparently she's like, Yeah, yeah, you know, I thought so too. Nah, everybody knows in the end, there's no way. There's no way. Look at who she ended up with a, a year or two later. Because the show started 93. Look at who she ended up with a year or two later. Brad Pitt.
1: She wants to be you with know us. What I'm yeah.
0: Exactly. You think you think she was gonna end up with a guy like David Schumer? This guy's a nerd. He's no different than Ross. <laughs> see this guy in real life this guy barely walks around in, in, in Hollywood the guy's like literally enclosed in, in, in his own place he doesn't talk to anybody yeah no. yeah the guy has no self-confidence nothing man like listen he's a big name actor but like come on and like trust me I knew a guy last year I was, I was friends with and he literally watched Friends every day just for him to improve it on his English and he's like in the end he literally started imitating Ross on how he oh, approached man. him and I told him, like, why are you doing it? Why, Ross, out of all people? He's like, oh, he's the most guy I can relate to. It's exactly where it's the most guy he could relate to. Really? Really, Ross, out of all people,
1: you're going to relate to? You know what was weird? It's like, even when I was young, something about that character, like, bothered me. It's like, why is yeah. he so whiny? You know, yeah. it was just something inside me. It was like, I'm a little disgusted by this. I feel bad saying it, but, it, like, when I'm around men who are feminine it's fine it's okay you are who you are yeah but i found it strange how a man can be so quick to be on his knees to please the a woman and i realized like okay if that's what you want that's fine but reality doesn't operate this way so why are we pushing this just saying it's 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 like it's it's like there's a war with nature itself there's yeah. a war against the natural order of things. Uh, maybe that's the best way to put it.
0: Because the natural order of things goes back to our theme, accountability.
1: Right.
0: Men are accountable for certain things. Women are accountable for certain things. But when you throw that out of the wayside, it's all about how you feel, right? Uh-huh. It's not the rational aspect of accountability. It's the emotional aspect. Oh, no, no, this, I don't like his come
1: on no, no 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 i don't want to do this i don't want to do that
0: doesn't matter how emotions
1: you feel it doesn't matter how you feel you, F, fuck your feelings man you got to do what you got to do
0: exactly exactly you gotta, yeah
1: no you've man wow yeah there's a lot of i hate saying this but false ideologies out there yeah not the, the okay for all our viewers listening i'm the reason i'm saying it's false is because it damages people you go through unnecessary amounts of pain you could avoid all of this and live a better life yeah i mean i don't know man but guys hollywood has yo i'll just say this man i'm a big fan of scott fitzgerald i love his writing i think the writing quality has definitely slipped big time you know i love fitzgerald because of you know he has very amazing quality writing and you know the character of Tom Buchanan and the character of Gatsby are both that men can somehow relate to. All men have some ideal woman they want. Tom Buchanan is a very cocky, pompous guy coming from the upper class, right? You know, like like the way uh, the writer introduces him. He's like, oh, he's he's like he's got these boots that are like bulging out. It's like, it's like his it's like his body is too big for his clothes. Yeah, great way to describe a guy who's too cocky. Yeah, and. His, his his coat is kind of thin. You can see his muscles, whatever. And then he, spe- he tells somebody, it's like, yeah, I spent a, a year in France for no reason. You know, it is what it is. It's what we do as Buchanans. And then uh, uh, he goes to Nick in the party and he's like, hey, I'm just letting you know none some of these son of bitches don't like me. What are you going to do? You know, he's so straight up about it. You can't help but kind of love that guy. It's like, yo, like he's straight yeah. up. But then you look at Gatsby who's this... The hero of the thing and he's kind of a hypocrite he's like yo this guy doesn't come from this life he he didn't go to Oxford he didn't live that upper class life he came as a poor man now he's pretty open about that but Tom always had his suspicions he's like I don't know about this guy I don't know and then you confuse you're like man like I don't know whose side I'm on great book I love the book but I feel like it's a great way to describe what it means to be authentic you know like we have people in West and East Egg. It's the upper class, lower class war going on in, in the book. But the way the book is set up, it just shows that Gatsby tried to he was so desperate to be rich. He's throwing these parties for what? He wants Daisy's attention. And then later you come to find out Daisy's just somebody who is I don't know, it was just not the right kind of woman in the first place. <laughs>
0: You know, yeah. she's also
1: very flawed and I like the writers very open about that. There's a, there's a passage over here I need to read from Scott Fitzgerald. For Daisy was young and her artificial world was of orchids and pleasant snobbery and orchestras which set the rhythm of the year, sum- summing up the sadness and suggestiveness of life in new tunes. All night, the saxophones wailed in uh, the homeless comment of the Bale Street Blues while a hundred pairs of golden and silver slippers shuffled the the shining dust. Um, Through the Twilight Universe, Daisy began to move again with the season. Suddenly, she was again keeping half a dozen dates a day with half a dozen men and and drowsing asleep at dawn with the beads and chiffon. Basically, this sounds like a spoiled girl, just saying it.
0: Not surprising to hear it's that. like
1: maybe you shouldn't chase a woman like this you know I don't know yeah Gatsby basically is, dies in the end man I don't know I'm just saying it's a it's a cautionary tale
0: <laughs> yeah hmm. it is it's it's a it's a it's a old-school tale I watched the, the film with Robert Redford when okay. I was in elementary school so like I got that another I think I read the book back then as well but like it's a good tale when it comes down to the end but like yeah. Men have to be aware of their surroundings. Men have to be very cautious of what they do.
1: And I think Tom's character shows that. He's very suspicious yeah. of everything. Yeah. Like, but even though you're, he's a pompous asshole, he's very authentic. Yeah. He's like, he owns it. And he, yeah. he, he, like Gatsby goes to these parties, he throws these parties. In a way, it's kind of, I hate to say it, but he, he it's like he wants to be liked. He wants to be loved. Yeah. And That's not, I don't know about that. I feel that we are losing ourselves every day we don't um look at the past and study what happened and look at these books read what's happening like i don't know man i feel like you're right the art is a reflection of our society you know yeah man it's sad
0: it's sad though but yeah it's sad but but it can be improved it can be improved it can honestly be improved uh and you see do you see it improving we can improve it with our wallets and what we watch. Yes. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, a lot of guys are watching anime. And if you see Hollywood now, they're moving towards anime because they see where it's going. If you look at Netflix, for example, Netflix has been doing a lot of anime for the past couple of years. Castlevania was a huge show, which they, they started an anime. Uh, that's a, an anime, anime that was created in California. Mm. Now they made a deal with One Piece where they're doing a live action show so now they know they're trying to get that 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 male audience back but at the same time they're not learning their lesson so it is working in a sense where you can affect it with your wallet and your eyes
1: guys that was an amazing discussion um if you want to hear more about you know historical references mythological references literally references all these kinds of cool cool little tidbits man like tune into the show guys i'm gonna Try to push these ideas a lot because I think we have to look to the past and we have to study these things. And, um, wasami, man. Thanks for being on the show, man.
0: It is my honor. Uh, I wanted to come on a while ago, but, uh, this is, uh, I'm glad to be back in a podcast platform. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I don't know when this will come on, but, uh, I'm hoping soon. And at the same time, guys, please check out the Somali Nomad. I will make, be making a YouTube channel as well. So I'll have episodes on there as well. And uh, yeah, thank you so much, my man, for uh, having me on, man. It's, uh, it's been a blast, like talking about a lot of these topics, which I'm actually going to be start talking about on my season two of The Smile, man. So I'm excited for that.
1: Uh, guys, I'm going to leave a description uh, of, uh, his, uh, of Wasami's uh, podcast link, his Spotify link, and his YouTube link, which is going to be coming. So watch out for that. And also, guys, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Wasami, thank you once again. I will see you probably on your show. So Somali, Somali Nomad Season 2 coming soon. Take care, everyone. Thank you. Bye.